Hello, and welcome to Career Talk with OG, where we empower you so opportunities come to you. Through our series of podcasts, we will give you relevant, practical, actionable career tips and strategies. We believe that through the act of storytelling, we can deliver relatable and authentic talks that allow listeners to gain real-world insight into the career journeys of industry professionals. With our very own Sasson, we bring to you Career Talk with OG. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to Career Talk with OG. Today, my guest is Ricardo Bonilla with JDS. He's a program manager. And today's topic is actually a very timely topic, given that many of the large tech companies are slowing uh, down on their hiring, in some cases have um, begun some uh, pretty big layoffs. Uh, and so today's topic is getting back to work in tech. And Ricardo is an expert at speaking about this topic. Now, uh, I just want to let you know, Ricardo's coming to us all the way from Nicaragua. Cause I, you know, if you see his background, I was like, he's only in the San Francisco. And I was like, wait a minute, it's a little too green for it to be San Francisco. But this is a beautiful thing about technology today, right? That we can literally mm-hmm. be anywhere in the world. But um, before I um, bring on Ricardo, let me give you a little bit of background on him. So Ricardo loves to influence, tra- uh, loves to influence the transformational journey of underserved communities. He does this, uh, he's been doing this for over 20 years through direct service and leadership roles in the Bay Area. He excels in working with diverse teams and leads with emotional intelligence and a growth mindset while focusing on uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging in the workplace. As the JSA program manager at JVS, and we'll find out more about JVS and what he does, he got to lead a small but very powerful and mighty team of creative, empathetic, passionate, and talented minds. Together, they help over 100 clients get back to work each year. Mi estimado Ricardo, welcome to Career Talk with OG. Hey, good, good afternoon. I was going to say good morning. <laughs> the, time, the time shift has, has been throwing me off all the time. But, but, Ricardo, I got to tell you, though, that <laughs> is a testament to having peace and, and quality of life. The fact that you can't even remember what damn time it is. <laughs> I know, right? I'm happy to be here, Oscar. It's a, it's a great opportunity. Great, great to be here with uh, everybody that, that is connected to us today. Yeah, no, of course. And by the way, we just uh, have uh, nuestro hermano uh, Daniel Alvarado, who uh, just popped hey. up. He's uh, that Ricardo's the best expert. He is. He is. He's really good. <laughs> okay. You know, as we say in Mexico, it's bien chingón, okay? So, uh, oh. yeah. <laughs> Don't believe anything that Daniel says. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, because obviously, you and I know each other. I know your background, the amazing work that you do. But for the benefit of those watching or, or listening to us, tell us a little more about Ricardo. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, where, where to begin? Uh, I, I think, you know, if I had my, my JSA crew here, they'll be like, Ricardo, Make sure you make sure you follow our curriculum when you're when you're talking today. Uh, but I will say this: uh, I was born in Nicaragua, so I'm an immigrant to the U.S. I was born in Nicaragua back in uh, you know back in the the 70s, the day the, the years of the revolution. You know, um, I migrated over to the U.S. back in '89. You know, to had to 
learn a lot of new things in a very different country. Uh, I am a product of the, uh, you know, the uh, public education in San Francisco. I was in San Francisco since, since I've, I've been in the U.S. Um, have, you know, got, got involved in nonprofits right out of high school. Um, you know, I, I, it was really interesting I, for, for those of you who might be of age like myself, you know, when, uh, when yellow pages were still around. Yep. Remember those? Come in. Right? Come in. Before, before the Googles, the Yahoos, you know, the Ask Jesus. Hey, things, Right? <laughs> before, before beepers and all that stuff. Yes. Um, yeah. So my mom, you know, got me to look in the yellow pages, you know, and, um, and, and I, I called a whole bunch of places, man. And they get one of them called me back and they gave me the opportunity to work, which was fantastic. Um, you know, so I've been involved in, with nonprofit work since back in 97. Uh, and I, I think I had a, I think I just had a really fortunate, uh, fortunate uh, path, you know, because um, my first job working with nonprofits, and my, actually it was my first job ever. Uh, they gave me an office. And my, I had my own bathroom. I was like, what? <laughs> I, was, I was 18 with an office in a bathroom, you know, I was bicycling to work. I don't know. It just got me so inspired. And also the community too. I was working in the Bayview in San Francisco. Um, yeah. And I think the, 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 the experiences I had, the coaches, the mentors I had in the school, you know, like the, the school therapist, you know, the counselors, the principal, everybody was so, so uh, supportive, you know, to me. And from, from that point on, I really learned the value of coaching and mentoring, you know, uh, teammate, teammates uh, yeah. and the value of the te- of teamwork and diversity because it was such a diverse population back then in San Francisco. Now, now it's very, now it's different. But before you had so many other uh, so many other cultures that are no longer in San Francisco, but so I stayed with nonprofits, you know, since that point on, and I've been, you know, uh, working with organizations, you know, teaching young people, you know, teen everything from children, kinder to twelfth grade, and then transitional age youth and also adults as well. Uh, you know, doing a lot of direct service, but also leadership, you know, management roles, uh, working with tech, you know, teaching tech to young people, Linux, you know, web design, audio, video production, things like that. Um, I have really, really enjoyed my, my journey as a professional. Uh, a lot of it has been focused on, on program, de- program delivery, but with, a, with always a focus on workforce development, you know, helping people gain skills, knowledge to yeah. prepare them to get jobs so they can have better lives for themselves and for their family members. So that's kind of been my journey. And now I'm here at JVS uh, working with adults who unfortunately, you know, are either unemployed or underemployed. Um, and I've been with JVS for two years and I believe six months now. Uh, you know, we, we run a really great program, you know, that runs yearly six times a year where we're training young you know, adults to get back to work, uh, you know, through jobs for training. Yes. Well, and yeah, folks, JVS is truly, truly an amazing organization. Look them up online, jvs.org. Um, I've actually in the past week, I have done some um, uh, um, some workshops for JVS. Uh, you know, I've had the opportunity to travel up to the city, certainly before the pandemic. <laughs> so in-person workshop. But um, because I... Obviously, today's topic is uh, getting back to to work, getting back to tech, uh, and I want to get into that in just a little bit. But I want to I want to kind of go back to some of the things that you mentioned that laid the foundation for your career in nonprofit, and really, I think that are also foundational to success in general, whether it's in in our career, whether it's as a business owner, whatever it is. And first of all, you, I want to go back to what you said that your mother had you go through the yellow pages. When I heard you say that, you know, what comes to my mind Ricardo, is doing whatever it takes to, to get things done. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. like, buddy, dude, like today, we, I mean, people can just Google a phone number. It takes more effort <laughs> to so go easy. 
Yeah, exactly. It takes more effort to pick up. I mean, most people don't even read anymore, let alone back in the day, go through yellow pages, call complete stranger, figure out yep. what the heck it is you're going to say, mm -hmm. get them to at least give you 10 seconds to listen mm -hmm. to your spiel. And then the other thing that you mentioned is the importance of mentors and coaches. Mm -hmm. And that's the other part, too, that I see where many uh, oftentimes all of us, including myself, I, I count myself. I Sometimes I do this where I think I have all the answers. And that's when, you know, things go wrong because we have to keep ourselves teachable, coachable. And so talk a little bit more, um, Ricardo, about these fundamental skills of doing whatever it takes and keeping yourself open-minded to learning. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, from the beginning, my mom has always been a, a person who didn't give me the answer or didn't do things for me. It was more about, uh, you know, challenging me to think for myself, right? Well, asking the question, what do you think, right? <laughs> or what do you think are ways we can get to this goal, you know? So, and, and for me, you know, when I, as a manager, as a supervisor, I, I bring that on, you know, in my work because I, and also when you're, when you're helping people, right? Uh, you know, here in my world in JVS uh, as a, a JSA uh, manager, you know, I work with clients on a one-on-one -on -one level too, right? And, and it's really about, you know, empowering them to make the decisions that they see best fit, you know, fit for them, uh, but helping them do the thinking, you know, because, you know, these are bright, bright intelligent people, right? Uh, so yes. for me, you know, really, uh, you know, my mom's work, you know, helping me think for myself, you know, challenging me to, to not just, you know, settle for or look at one way, right? But look at multiple ways to get to the same goal yes. uh, was really, really critical in my life. And then when I started to work too, uh, you know, a lot of my mentors and coaches, you know, like school therapists, you know, uh, school counselors, you know, principals at the schools. I did a lot of work in schools here in San Francisco. Uh, they never right. told me exactly what to do. It was more of a, hey, Ricardo, here's a problem at the school. Uh, how do you think we can get, how do you think we can address this, right? Yes. <laughs> and because yes. I was really involved in the arts uh, uh, as, a, as a young adult, and I actually went to, went to art school uh, a couple of years here in the San Francisco Art Institute. Uh, you know, I, you know they, they challenged me to help children, uh, you know, manage a lot of trauma at the schools um and for me you know it's like okay i don't know you know i i'm not a therapist but i know how to make art and i know how to help people i know how to guide them to make art that helps them heal right so yes so yes. it's like because i did the for, i did that for myself as a, as a youth right so, so it's like okay sure. it worked for me it can work for other people so i so for me it was really more about you know i need to do the things that i know that i have the power to do i need to talk to the people that i know have knowledge and skills and you can give me the resources i need so I can have the, the impact I want on the community, right? So that we can all move forward and heal together, right? So for me, it was really important. It's really important to have coaches and identify people in your life, whether it's at work and also outside of your work life, uh, people that can guide you and give you support, you know, and not just give you the answers, but yes. that can, you know, can kind of like your network. Basically, you're building your network, right? Uh, yes. Who has the resources? Who has, you know, who can show me how to, who can guide me, who can put me in the right direction? But, yes. you know, but the, the pride of doing the work yourself, you know, you can't take that away, right? I mean, that's the thing that's going to keep you driving forward, you know, having that pride of feeling good about, you know, kind of checking those things off on your list, right? Yes, yes, yes. Well, yeah, because you're, you're, you're hitting on some very important life skills, uh, job search skills. Um, you know, I sometimes get people that reach out to me and essentially they want me to do all the work for them as, as it relates to their job search. And it's like, nah. No, one, I don't have the time. Number two, that's just not my style. Okay, but um, but let's uh, let's let's um, move on to talking about JVS. Just overall, give us give us an understanding of 
uh, some of the key services that JVS uh, offers? Yeah, I mean, I'll give you a quick, quick uh, history of JVS too, you know, since for those people that maybe haven't checked out the website yet, but, you know, JVS has been, since 19, 1973, you know, they've been helping people, uh, you know, in the Bay Area to build their, you know, build skills uh, to find jobs that transform their lives. So I, I believe it's been roughly, you know, at least 85,000 people in the Bay Area have been impacted by wow. JVS, you know, all the different programs. Um, and although, you know, they hit the pandemic, you know, actually during the, from the pandemic on, you know, JVS has actually, you know, supported, you know, even more people, more people than mm. before. Which is really great, you know. I think uh, a lot of our, our a lot of our funders, you know, people in the community have stepped up to really support JVS and, and, and increase their impact, right? Um, yes. And also now, you know, JVS has at least seventy percent, you know, of all of our clients are Black, Indigenous, and people of color, which is really great, you know. With and um, and we have a great great uh, placement outcomes too, you know, for people in our programs, you know. So it's a lot of times, you know, people go through our programs, whether it's uh, uh, programs in healthcare, programs in tech. Uh, or, or, or the JSA program, which is, you know, job search, you know, strictly job search training. And there's also uh, utilities programs as well that we run at JVS. Uh, you know, we focus a lot on, on placement, right? Helping people mm -hmm. get jobs right after their training. So it's not, it's not just about, you know, you come into JVS, you get training, but then you're on your own. We actually, we actually our goal is to help you get placed, whether it's through internships, apprenticeships, or externships, but uh, also in the job search program as well, you know, uh, although we don't have a, we don't have a, a, a job for you right after because you're not learning you're not learning a specific tech skill for example or a healthcare skill sure. uh, but we have a we have a placement team that works with you for a full year after you graduate from the day of graduation you know so wow. we're working with a lot of a lot of partners in the bay area a lot of tech companies a lot of recruiters uh, you know we have a recruiting advisory council that gives us a lot of support in helping us you know refine our curriculum guide our curriculum helping us you know make sure that we are on track to delivering industry standard programming sure uh, programming sure. curriculum you know to help our clients move forward in life gotcha now the, um I, and sorry if i missed this but is there a fee for people to to use your services or is it like a sliding scale or is it pro bono no everything's totally free it doesn't matter what program you go into wow <laughs> uh, that is the beautiful thing about JVS. You know, everything's completely free. Um, you know, and people can check out all the different programs because, you know, especially in the tech programs, you know, programs tend to rotate. You know, sometimes, you know, we have, for example, we had, we've had a Salesforce training and then QuickBooks training. So, you know, the team is really focused on industry standard, industry demand, right? What's demanding, what's being demanded by the industry, right? So we really align ourselves with industry changes to make sure that people are learning the uh, on-demand skills at the moment, right? So please check out JVS's website, you know, jvs.org. Uh, to see what's yeah. the latest programming that we're offering as well. But it's everything's okay. totally free. Well, and then um, you mentioned that because of the pandemic, you're serving more people. Does that mean that uh, this JVS services, is it available to anyone that's, even if you don't live in this in San Francisco in the city, or, or is there a geographic um, um, limitation? Absolutely. So JVS serves California, right? Um, so ah. we are California-based. Uh, we do, there, there are specific uh, uh, priorities, right? We want to prioritize people that are in the, within the Bay Area as well. Sure. Uh, because, because JVS is in San Francisco, right? So it's in the San Francisco yes. Bay Area. There's a priority for those folks. Uh, you know, so anyone who's looking for, for training or job search training or, you know, to scale up, whether it's in tech, healthcare, in the Bay Area, please reach out to us because, you know, we have a lot of great programs that run the year round. Yeah. Hey, guys, folks, okay, listen, okay, free you can in the Bay Area or even California, like they said, they do prioritize, give preference to people in the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area, but they have a wealth of job search um, 
programs. They even provide you with uh, like a career counselor for up to a year. I mean, it's an amazing program, and it's all for free, folks. Take advantage of it. All right? Take advantage oh, of it. And one more thing. They don't need to have a, a master's or a bachelor's degree, right? Some people, if you haven't finished your degree, you don't have one yet, um, you know, you can still apply, especially for the, for the job search program as well. Uh, you know, we have, so, we have a, a really strong support, you know, to help people without degrees yet. And I know there are folks that also are pivoting as well, you know, changing industries. Yeah. Uh, so please apply, check out our website, you know, make, make sure you read all the information, all the details uh, to make sure that you're eligible. But we, we, we are here to support, you know, everybody who's trying to get back to work. Wow. Great program, folks. Great organization. So, okay, Ricardo. So now let's move on to talk about the program that you are running, the Job Search. I'm looking here at Job Search Accelerator, JSA. And it says here, Get back to work in tech. Learn the latest job search tactics in our successful uh, in our successful industry standard and data driven two week free and online job search training program. Folks, free and it's online. Okay, you don't even have to spend seven dollars a gallon on gas to get to uh, <laughs> yeah. the office. Okay, but or ten dollars uh, in bar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, okay, Ricardo, tell us about JSA. Yeah, so the Job Search Accelerator Program, or JSA, is a two-week intensive. Uh, it is Monday through Friday. There are two sessions per day. There's a morning session and a p.m. afternoon session, right? Morning session is from 9 a.m. all the way out to noon to 12 p.m. And then we give you some time to debrief, to think. You know, self-care is really critical. Uh, you know, to do homework, we do assign a couple of assignments, you know, for you to complete throughout the day on different days. And then you come back to us at 3.30, from 3.30 to 4.30 to do afternoon sessions with us as well. Um, wow. So that's the schedule, basically two weeks, uh, 9, 9 a.m. to 12, and then 3.30 to 4.30. Uh, we cover basically the seven, the seven essentials of job search, which include research, you know, learning how to look for jobs, what platforms are being used right now, um, how to use those platforms, you know, whether it's Indeed, LinkedIn. Uh, we teach you how to, do your, how to create your marketing materials, whether it's your resume, your cover letter, your elevator pitch. Uh, you know, we do a lot of skill building, so there's a lot of hands-on practice, a lot of breakout rooms that we do. There's a yeah. lot of live, <laughs> you get your hands dirty basically in the program. There's, it's not just lecture-based. We do a lot of hands-on activities. Uh, and then teaching you how to apply, applying to jobs, um, you know, with the whole process of applying, being patient, how to apply to those jobs, how to communicate, how to write those, 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 uh, those emails, uh, the process of interviewing, uh, the process of networking. And of course, the last thing, but not, the last but not least, uh, is also self-care. Uh, self-care mm. is really, really critical, yes. and uh, we focus highly on growth mindset and self-care in our program. And those two things are, if, you don't, if you're not practicing those two things, you're going to have a really, really hard time, uh, a much harder time, you know, going through the application process, yes. the patience, the getting excited about things. Uh, it's really critical to shift your mindset if you're in a fixed mindset uh, to a growth mindset and also practicing a little self-care. Yeah. Wow, that is a lot of training, very thorough, uh, training, very intensive, indeed. I mean, you know, um, 9 to 12, and then I think you said 3 to 4.30. Or, um, so uh, absolutely. Now, <clears throat> what are some of the industries that um, this accelerator program uh, supports or, um, or targets? Absolutely. So, I mean, we have narrowed down a couple of uh... – couple of specific um, industries you know we are well for for the job search program we are tech tech focused only 
but also within the tech industry, you know, we have never done a little bit more as well. And we do that for specifically to make sure that we can get you into jobs a lot faster. Uh, so we're really looking at people who are interested in working in either IT help desk, you know, administrative yeah. assistance, you know, data analysts, business analysts, cybersecurity analysts, program mm. managers, product managers, Salesforce admin people, recruiters or sourcers, anyone looking you know, to do software engineering or coding or programming, uh, project managers or project coordinators, uh, people are doing sales development representative kind of roles as well. Uh, so we, we do target specific roles uh, for people that are specifically looking for those roles. And that is because we have a lot of really strong connections right now with those uh, for, for, to place people into those roles. And our placement sure. is really within three or six months, you know, after someone graduates, a lot of our folks are getting awesome. jobs right after that, you know. So we're really excited about having really strong connections with those people that are looking to, to get jobs into those specific roles. Sure, sure. That's awesome. And um, <clears throat> Ricardo, what, if any, efforts is either the, you know, the JSA program or just JVS in general doing to help diversify the workforce? Absolutely, yeah. So for us, you know, it's really about it's really about recruitment, right? <laughs> I mean, it's it's a lot of it is marketing and recruitment, right? So uh, mm -hmm. it's identifying who we want to serve, who are the people with the most need, right? And taking a look at what's happening in the what's happening in the industry as well, right? Who's getting laid off, right? And and taking a look at a lot of the a lot of that information. So a lot of the analysis that's coming out, uh, a lot of the research that's coming out. You know, so JVS as an organization looks at a lot of industry trends. Uh, yes. They analyze a lot of research, uh, research that is published uh, throughout the year. And then we shift a lot. You know, we, we, we shift to make sure that we are serving the right folks and uh, are adjusting ourselves uh, to make sure that we're, we're supporting the right folks who are getting, losing jobs. I mean, a lot of folks in, you know, and especially in tech, you know, the, the, the biggest amount of people are not people of color that are getting jobs, right? But also, they're also the ones that are getting laid off as well. A lot of them are getting yes. laid off, right? So, you know, with, with the recent things that are happening with a lot of these companies that we're really worried that, uh, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to place people of color into tech roles. And then, you know, it's, it's hard to get them back in as well. You know, it's, it's, it's no sure. difference, even if you already had a job in tech, right? Uh, because it's just, it's just not, it's just not, we're not, we're not a, we're not a big presence yet in tech, right? Sure. Sure. Well, and Ricardo, let's, let's talk about kind of what is happening to right now in the industry and you're, 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 you're touching up on it right now. And that is that we have all been seeing in the news um, about some of the big tech companies either slowing their hiring or in some cases laying, doing some pretty large layoffs. Like for example, Twitter. Uh, Meta is looking potentially at, uh, uh, at maybe doing some layoffs and so forth. And there's other companies, okay? Um, how is it that, you know, what, what, what are your thoughts in terms of, I mean, because here you are, have this program of getting people back to tech, but then some of these big tech companies are slowing down their hiring or laying people off. So it's kind of like, how do you sort of kind of, it's like having a magnet of the same magnet, uh, <laughs> you know, they're, they're like, you know, away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So how do you bring them together? How do you flip that damn magnet so that it sticks? Well, you know, I think, I think the key is who are, who, who are our partners, right? Our hiring partners. Uh, so it's really critical to identify the companies who are not doing mass layoffs, right? Because there are a lot of companies who are still hiring a lot and who have mm -hmm. strong plans and are committed to not laying people off right now. So for us, you know, especially our placement team, uh, 
you know, our, our big commitment or strategy is to identify the companies who want to hire, who want to hire from us, right? And strengthening those partnerships with them and, and actually, and, you know, growing those partnerships as well to, so that to make sure that even though some of the big players are letting people go and maybe some of the medium and small, um, small companies are letting people go too, but that we want to make sure that we still have nonetheless, all the layoffs are happening, we still have strong corporate partnerships who want to hire and who will be hiring or are people that will graduate from a program too. So to us, it's really about networking, developing that relationship and maintaining those relationships. So when people graduate our program, they have those jobs, you know, those, those roles are that they are available for them. Yeah. Makes sense. Huh. All right. But um, you get uh, JVS is awesome. And uh, that's this JSA program is incredible too, uh, Ricardo. I just want to tell you, tell you this because uh, I have the opportunity to, um, work myself, just the type of work that I do. I also work uh, with a lot of um, uh, job seekers and, and just do a lot of professional uh, development, career development. And uh, no, it's awesome. Amazing JVS. Um, because before we wrap things up, um, my next question here to you is, is that um, what are, what are some of the common mistakes that a job seeker makes. Um, if you can share with us, and, and not, not only to share the, the mistakes, but also mm -hmm. what is your advice so that they make that correction? Yeah, I think that the classic one is uh, applying to different jobs with the same resume. <laughs> you know, uh, you know that's a classic situation that people who, even people who have worked for many years in, the, in whatever industry they're in, right? Sure. Uh, and then the advice is to stop doing that, number one. And number two is to, to create a new resume for every job that you apply, but not just creating a new resume, but you actually have to analyze the job description, right? Mm -hmm. When you have a job description that you are interested in, you know that you qualify for it and analyze it, right? With in JSA, we have a thing called the quadrants, right? Where you separate, you grab the job description, you dissect it, you look for specific information, you place it into different quadrants, and that helps you know whether you are going to do a good job and applying whether you should apply or should not apply right sure. that will save you time it will save you a lot of emotions you know and applying to something where you might not be able to land that job it just keeps you honest about the truth whether you should apply or should not apply and for us you know it really is about helping people change their their thinking process because a lot of times you know we think that we just need to have one resume we send it out and apply to as yes. many jobs as possible so no let's not do that anymore take one job at a time Make sure you analyze the job description, write a new resume for that job, and then send that out and do the process correctly. Uh, because otherwise, you're going to get a lot of rejections, and that all that does is actually impact you emotionally, which, which you know, has a negative outcome on your job search, you know, strategy as well. Yeah, that's the classic, the classic problem. You know, people applying with a general resume, uh, and also you know, people using a lot of a lot of columns and you know, resumes that have a lot of colors and icons. You know, a lot of uh, we work with a recruiting advisory council here at JVS. Uh, yeah. That's you know comprised of people from different companies, different companies in the in the Bay Area, tech companies, and they they're not looking for resumes that have all these colors and columns and icons. You know they want to see things clearly, directly, right away. So that beautiful black and white resume that looks kind of boring to most of us, that's what they like, right? So mm. making sure that you your resume follows the structure that's industry standard that recruiters and hiring managers want to see, and then that you're analyzing the job description before you send before you write the resume and send that resume out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Ricardo, so I have to OG size what you just said, the Oscar Garcia version. So, folks, basically stop throwing a, a bunch of mud up against the wall 
and keep things simple and concise. Mm -hmm. and concise. That's what it is. Great tips. Great tips, uh, Ricardo. Okay, amigo. Um, last question here before we wrap it up. Um, tell us something, um, some parting words that you want to share with our listeners, with our viewers today. It could be anything about just yourself personally, um, you know, it's hobbies or just some career advice. Anything, any Absolutely. parting words? Yeah, the big, the biggest one here will be self care. Please practice self care. Uh, it is, it is, it is critical, equally critical when you're employed or not employed as well. Uh, when you are employed, uh, please don't work yourself to death. <laughs> you gotta take care of your body, your mind, your spirit, your soul, everything. You gotta take yes. care of your health. You know, detach from the machine. And in, in our program in JSA, when we, we give people breaks in between lessons, uh, we tell them, you know, we want you to step away from the computer, go stretch, go for a walk, feel the sunlight. Breathe, exercise, jump, whatever you need to do to take care of your body, your mind, because it's, it's hard when you're not taking care of yourself. So please always take care of you. Okay, folks. So we just heard Ricardo tell us it's okay to take a siesta. Yes. <laughs> take a siesta please time. Det please detach. <laughs> detach from the devices as much as you can. <laughs> Absolutely. Ricardo, um, my friend. You have a tremendous amount of information. You gave, have given all of us a uh, much deeper, better understanding of what JVS does. You're at the, the JSA program uh, as well. And then also, um, thank you. Thank you for sharing a little bit about your own personal journey um, in the beginning. Uh, really appreciate having you as a guest on Career Talk with OG. Muchísimas gracias, uh, Mr. Nada, Ricardo. No, placer. Thank you, Oscar, for inviting me. I'll, I'll send you some mosquitoes from Nicaragua. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're biting me a lot on my arm. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, thank you very much for joining us today on uh, Career Talk with OG. Until next time, and Ricardo, stay on, okay, my friend? All right, bye, everyone. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Career Talk with OG. Be sure to rate us and let us know what content you want to see on our next podcast. For more information, visit our website at www.aspidaconsulting.com.